I absolutely cannot wait to stay up until 2 a.m. every Saturday watching Power 5 football. Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football. I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football, Lincoln, Nebraska. <clears throat> and today we are going to do our Pac-12 overview. Despite having a six-game season, I'm really pumped for what this conference is going to bring about. Uh, how this season is going to work for the Pac-12, if you hadn't heard, every team is going to play their five divisional games, as well as one cross-divisional game, and then do the same style that the Big Ten is doing for conference championship week. So the top two te or the top team from each division will play each other, then the second best team, third best, and so forth. So before we get in, let's go ahead and talk about how each team finished in the Pac-12 starting with the Pac-12 South. So coming in last place for the Pac-12 South was the Arizona Wildcats. This team started out pretty okay, 4-1, and one, had a couple decent wins against teams like UCLA right after they had beaten Washington State, um, as well as Texas Tech wasn't a bad win, Colorado on the road, and then they completely gave up, lost seven straight in to some not super great teams, Oregon State, Probably a team they were better than Stanford. Wasn't a great year for them. Khalil Tate wasn't the quarterback that they've had in the past. Kind of a bummer for them. Uh, their returning production, I don't believe, is very high. This team does not look like they're going to be very good, which isn't great for them. The returning production is actually higher than I remember. 30th in the nation, but I just don't see them being a phenomenal team this year. Coming in at 5th place was the Colorado Buffaloes. This team was very inconsistent, pulled off a couple good upsets. Um, started out 2-0, and including a win over a ranked Nebraska team. It didn't last very long. The following week, they lost to Air Force uh, in overtime. Then they beat Arizona State. Then they won on a five-game losing skid to Arizona, Oregon, Washington State, USC, and UCLA. Beat Stanford and then had a good win against a quality Washington team. Um, finished the year 5-7, and seven, but they do lose quite a bit, uh, including head coach Mel Tucker and star receiver Labishka Chenault. Um, I'm not real sure how this team is going to do this year. I underpredicted them last year. Um, I said they'd go 4-8. and eight. They went 5-7, and seven, so a little better than I thought they would go. Um, but again, we'll have to see how they do next year. Coming in at fourth place for the Pac-12 South was the UCLA Bruins. This was another very inconsistent team, but a team that I think has a lot to build on. They started out 0-3, losing all three of their non-conference games, and looked like this was just going to be a horrible year for them. Then they went on the road, had an epic comeback against a ranked Washington State team, um, which was huge for them. Um, and then they lost two straight to Arizona and Oregon State, and then had a bye week kind of got stuff figured out um one on a three-game winning streak beating stanford a ranked arizona state team as well as colorado then their last three games against teams that were all clearly better than them utah usc and cal um but dtr is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in my opinion i think they have a lot to build on this year i think they'll be in contention for the pac-12 south title i don't think they'll win um but we'll see i mean this was a really decent team this year despite being pretty inconsistent then tied for fourth i guess was arizona state 
this team was kind of confusing. Um, I don't think they really knew where they were. They started out 3-0, and uh, beating Kent State, Sacramento State, and an upset on the road against Michigan State. Dropped a game to Colorado, beat Cal, we're sitting at 4-1, and then beat Washington State, we're sitting at 5-1. and Lost to a Utah team with one loss at the time. Sitting at 5-2, and looked good. Then they lost to UCLA on the road. After that Washington State game, they went on a four-game losing skid, uh, losing to Utah, UCLA, USC, and Oregon State. Um, but then they had a huge upset against Oregon, knocking them out of playoff contention. Then they beat Arizona and beat Florida State in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Jaden Daniels was a huge asset for this team. They do lose star receiver Brandon Ayuk to the San Francisco 49ers, but... I think with their schedule, um, with Herm Edwards at coach, with Jaden Daniels um, running the offense, this is going to be a good team. Second place in the South was the USC Trojans, and this team actually went undefeated in divisional play, but lost um, to Washington and Oregon, which cost them the Pac-12 South title. They also lost two non-conference games to Notre Dame and BYU, but they were solid pretty all the way around. Um while JT Daniels went out with an injury against Fresno State, uh, Keaton Slovis stepped right in. Um, went eight and five, eight and four regular season, um, and seven and two in conference play. They got blown out in the Holiday Bowl. But one thing I've noticed is there's kind of a curse in the Holiday Bowl. The winner goes on to be pretty bad, and the loser goes on to be pretty good. Um, they got a lot coming back. Again, as I've talked about. Um, Keaton Slovis is phenomenal. They are top five in returning production, first in the Pac-12. This is looking to be a good season for them. And then the first place finisher was the Utah Utes, a team that a lot of people were high on. I was not one of them, but I was proven wrong. They went 11-3 overall, 11-1 regular season, but again, then kind of sputtered out. Their only loss regular season was on the road to USC. Um, their defense was one of the best. I mean, most games... Um, I mean, they just held their opponents. I mean, they only let Oregon State score seven, Arizona State score three, Cal didn't, they shut out. UCLA, they let score three, Arizona, they let score seven. Um, then they got blown out by Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. Real bummer for them. Then they had a bowl game that should have been a layup against Texas, and then they proceeded to lose by four scores. And this team doesn't look to be very good next year. They have the lowest returning production in the nation. Everything is gone. Um, Tyler Huntley, Zach Moss, huge playmakers for this team, all going to be gone. Um, I mean, and again, their defense was that strength of that team. And if you um, go and look at the numbers, I mean, it doesn't help. They, you know, they're. It's not like one of those things where their defense kind of makes up for it now they're also the worst in the nation on defensive returning production almost a quarter of their team returning and that's it um their offense they got about 48 percent. that's still in the bottom um 30 which just not good for this team so i don't see them replicating that really good season they had moving on to the pac-12 north um the last place finisher was actually the stanford Cardinal. This was a team that a lot of people thought would be good, um, and they kind of just proved us wrong. Uh, they only went four and eight this year. Um, got a good one over Northwestern, who we all thought would be okay, but then they weren't. Um, started out three and three, 
and then only one game one one game the rest of the year didn't have any really good wins outside of that Washington win um but it just wasn't a good year for them they lost games they shouldn't have they shouldn't really have lost to UCLA they should not have lost to Colorado Washington State should not have been a loss Cal shouldn't have been a loss um I think this team will be a bit better this upcoming year but I don't think their record's really going to show it Fifth place was Washington State. This team was a big disappointment. Um, Gardner Minshew leaving really left a mark on this team. I predicted this team to go 13-0 and make the playoffs. I was completely wrong. Uh, they went 6-7, and 3-6 um, and six in conference play. Despite starting out ranked, they got upset by UCLA, as I talked about earlier. Lost to Utah, Arizona State, got a win over Colorado. Beat Stanford and Oregon State, which Oregon State actually turned out to be one of the best games of the year. I'm kind of bummed to miss that. Um, and then lost in the Cheez-It Bowl to Air Force, which they kind of controlled the game all the way through. Um, Mike Leach left this year to go to Mississippi State. That's not going well. Anthony Gordon left for the NFL. I think this team is going to be very bad record-wise, but I think it's going to be one of those things where they lose a lot of close games. Like, I honestly think, like, you know, could go, you know, depending on a couple of plays, could go 0-6, could go 6-0. and um, but they're just going to lose those close games, make a couple of mistakes, and it's going to be a bummer for this team. I think they may be good next year, maybe in two years, but this year is not going to be pretty for them. Then coming in at fourth place was a pretty surprising team. Oregon State going 5-7. and seven. Tristan Jebbia, who transferred in from Nebraska, turned out to be a pretty solid playmaker for this team. Um, if it wasn't for that brutal non-conference schedule having Oklahoma State and Hawaii, they could have gone 7-5, and five, and they had some solid wins. Um, Cal was huge for them. This was the team that went 8-5. and five. Uh, They beat the same Arizona State team that beat Oregon. Um, played really close with Washington State. Only lost by to Washington by 12. This is a team that could really make some damage. Um, and I think will be solid going forward. I mean, they kind of seem to have gotten some stuff figured out. So watch out for the Beavers. They may be on the come up. Coming in that third was Cal. Um, this was a weird team. They started the beginning of the season beautifully they ended the season beautifully the middle wasn't so great they started the season 4-0 and in their last five games they went 4-1 and those middle four games were a different story again they started out 4-0 uh, were ranked I think 15 then they lost to Arizona State and then after that Ole Miss win they went on a four game losing streak Arizona State Oregon Oregon State and Utah and they had a bye and kind of got things fixed in that second bye week. Went on a th um, one four of their next five, beating Washington State, losing to USC, but then beating Stanford, UCLA, and then Illinois in their bowl game. They have the highest returning offensive production in the nation. I think this team is going to be pretty solid. Um, I think they're going to contend for the Pac-12 North Championship. Uh, actually, with the old schedule, I actually had them pulling off some upsets and making the Pac-12 Championship, but this year I don't see that. Then in second place was the Washington Huskies. This was one of the most inconsistent teams. Um, I mean, you're, you're out here blowing out BYU, and then you you lose to Cal. You, you beat down on USC like there's no tomorrow, and then you lose to Stanford. You play Oregon down to the wire, and then you lose to Colorado. Nothing made sense with this team. Um, they lost their head coach. But Washington is always just a good team. They're they're never amazing. They had that Cinderella year in 2016 where they made the playoffs, but they're always decent. Uh, again, they went eight and five. 
I think they'll be okay this year. I think they will be in the conversation for the Pac-12 North Championship. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, so, And then in first place was the Oregon Ducks. Uh, this was an all-around solid team. Uh, they only had two losses coming to Auburn and an upset to Arizona State. They were so close to making the playoffs. Uh, they, I believe, finished number five in the polls. Um, they just The sad thing is, no matter how good they are, they always seem to slip up somewhere. And that was the Arizona State game. Uh, even when they made the playoffs in 2014, they had lost to Arizona. But outside of their quarterback, they do have a decent bit coming back. Cade uh, on Thibodeau is going to be huge. Um, their running back returning, I'm blanking on the name, uh, is going to be massive for them. Uh, Penny Sewell, we'll see what he decides to do. Huge, great offensive lineman for them. But it's going to be tough if he decides to opt out. So with that, we will go ahead and jump into my predictions game by game week by week for this team so week 10 week one whatever you want to call it first game arizona state at usc this is the pac-12 south championship game there's no way around it these are the best teams in the pac-12 south the only team that really has an outside shot outside of these two is maybe ucla but these two have some of the best quarterbacks some of the best offenses but playing at the coliseum just the coliseum itself makes it difficult I think that USC has a much better team. I got to give it to USC here close. Then Arizona at Utah. While I don't think Utah is going to be very good, I think Arizona is going to be even worse. Arizona has kind of uh, struggled the last few years. I got to go with Utah here. Then Stanford at Oregon. This actually might be a fun game. Um, Stanford, again, I think the last year was more of a fluke than anything. But Oregon is just, I mean, they're just too good. I think Stanford has an outside shot at winning this game, but I got to go with the Ducks here. UCLA at Colorado. Colorado is going to be a joke this year. They have nothing. They are bad. UCLA has DTR, as I've talked about, who is one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, um, at least in the Pac-12. He's a great player, and I think UCLA has enough to go on the road here. Washington at Cal. Okay, Cal knows their team. And the team knows Cal. Cal has had Washington's number for years. Even two years ago when Washington made the Rose Bowl, Cal beat him. And I think Cal does it again here. Give me the Golden Bears. And Washington State at Oregon State. While Washington State is favored, I think Oregon State's going to be a little better. They only lost by one last year. I think Oregon State gets a win here to kind of show that they may be a decent team. Moving on to week two of Pac-12 play. Utah at UCLA, Friday night game. I think UCLA's offense is going to be very explosive and be able to rip through the holes that were left from players leaving for the NFL in that Utah defense. I think UCLA gets a good win here to advance to 2-0. Then Cal at Arizona State. Um, I think, frankly, Arizona State is probably the second or third best team in the Pac-12 this year. It's them or Oregon. It's really close. UCLA is easily the best, and I think they're just going to beat up on everyone. Um, I think this may be a fun game. I think it'll be an offensive shootout, but I think Arizona State puts up a bunch of points at the end to make it look like it wasn't as close as it really was. Then Colorado at Stanford. I really do think Stanford is going to bounce back a little bit this year, despite what their record may show. They got a good draw for their Southern opponent in Colorado, um, so give me Stanford here. Then Oregon at Washington State. This actually could be close. Washington State's always played Oregon pretty close. 
Um, Max Borgie is going to be huge at running back. Again, I think Washington State is going to have a lot of close games this year, but I think Oregon manages to pull it out in the end, just like they did last year. And Oregon State at Washington. Uh, I think Oregon State at this point still figuring a little bit out. Uh, Washington, I think, will be able to reload a little better um, and doesn't like the fact that they started 0-1, so give me the Huskies here. Then USC at Arizona. I think that USC is miles ahead of where Arizona is. Um, they have a good quarterback coming back. Arizona does not. Give me USC here in a pretty heavy beatdown. Then UCLA at Oregon for week 12 or week 3, whatever you want to call it. Fun Friday night game. Um, UCLA, I think, has a small outside chance at pulling an upset here. But I think Oregon's just a little better. Um, I think that they're more prepped. I got to go with Oregon here. Then Arizona at Washington. Again, Washington, I think, is just able to reload better. Um, that offensive coordinator, I'm blanking on the name, that steps in as head coach is going to be great for them. I think that um, the offense for Washington has been very solid the past few years and has been the strength of this team. So give me Washington. Arizona State at Colorado. Colorado upset them last year, and I think Arizona State will remember that. Uh, I think they're going to rip through Colorado like there is no tomorrow and push the Buffs back to 0-3. Cal at Oregon State. Um, I think Oregon State, again, has a small outside chance at an upset. They did it last year, but I think Cal remembers. I think that they are ready. I think that they are able to go on the road and beat Oregon State here. USC at Utah. This, um, again, USC beat Utah last year and still managed to lose the Pac-12 South, and I think they're going to remember that. I think they're going to beat down on Utah heavier than they did last year. So give me USC. Washington State at Stanford. This is going to be a nail-biter all the way through, but I think just Washington State loses way too much and is getting better as the season progresses, but is still trying to get things figured out. So give me Stanford here. Moving on to Week 13, uh, I have my first real upset here. Oregon at Oregon State. Um, I got to roll with Oregon State here, and here's why. First off, those Friday night games are always kind of upset fuel. Um, you saw um, Maryland beat Minnesota this year. You saw Tulane almost pull it over on SMU. I think Oregon State does it here. I think uh, especially because after this, uh, Oregon plays Cal and then Washington, which should be the Pac-12 North Championship games. Just came off a win over UCLA. They just completely overlooked and went into Oregon State team who lost to some really good teams. I think Oregon State gets a massive upset here. Then Stanford at Cal also on Friday. Um, sitting at the same record, but I do think just Cal has an overall better offense. And I think Cal is able to win here. Then Washington at Washington State. Uh, third Friday night game of the week. I think that it'll be closer than it should be. But Washington has just owned Washington State in the Apple Cup the last few years. Give me the Huskies in this one. Colorado at USC. Colorado has never beaten USC. They have been in the Pac-12 for like nine years. They have never beaten USC. Even the year they won the Pac-12 South, they did not beat USC. USC is going to murder them and make them bleed. Utah at Arizona State. Um, again, I think that Utah just misses that old defense so much. And Arizona's offense, led by Jaden Daniels, is going to be powerful. Give me Arizona State here. Then moving on to week 14. Uh, another big game for upset fuel. 
um, Washington State at USC. I think Washington State's going to have a lot figured out. I think this is going to be one of those games where USC is favored by like 28, but Washington keeps it within a score, or Washington State keeps it within a score. I think USC manages to pull it out in the end, um, especially because, I mean, at this point, they're close to clinching the Pac-12 South. Um, I, I think it's close, but I got to go with USC here. Colorado at Arizona, very entertaining game. Both teams 0-4. Um, they both lose so much, but I think Arizona's just got a little bit more. They're better coached. I think they've been better, um, especially since they beat Colorado last year. Give me Arizona here. Then Oregon at Cal. This is going to be entertaining. I think this is going to be a fun shootout. But Oregon, I think, is just all around the better team and ends up beating Cal here. Oregon State at Utah. Um, Oregon State's riding high off of that Oregon win. Utah is still struggling. I think Oregon State goes on the road and gets a slight, maybe a slight upset against Utah, um, but ends up winning here. Then Stanford at Washington. Washington knows that they lost to Stanford last year, and they're going to be pissed about it. So I think Washington just kind of lays it down on Stanford here. Then UCLA at Arizona State. Um, this is going to be a huge game because whoever loses this game uh, is officially out of the um, Pac-12 South. Um, scratch that. Arizona State should be already out of the Pac-12 South, but UCLA still has a shot. It's really close. It really is. Um, UCLA may have a little bit more power going into this uh, just because they still have a shot at the Pac-12 South, but Arizona State I think is a little better. It's going to be super close, and this is one I went back and forth on. But I just got to get the slight edge to Arizona State. Moving into week 15, Arizona State at Arizona. It's a Friday game. Arizona State may have a bit of a hangover since they lost the Pac-12 South. But um, I think that they had just have enough to pull it out against Arizona. Then Utah at Colorado. Utah, I think, will have stuff kind of figured out at this point. Not fully, but still kind of be there. Another Friday night game. And again, it's Colorado. Give me Utah here. Then Cal at Washington State. Okay, I think at this point Cal is just gonna be beaten. Um, I I think they are a good team. I really do. But the thing is, they're three and two. They can't win the Pac-12 North, and I just think they're just kind of done. Um, Washington State, on the other hand, has been I think will have been progressing as the year goes on. Max Borgie is getting better, and I think they pull off an upset to cap off their season against the Cal Golden Bears. Oregon State at Stanford. Um, Oregon State beat Stanford last year. I think Oregon State is just kind of riding high on this good season and goes on the road and beats Stanford uh, to finish the season 4-2. and two. USC at UCLA. This could be another upset uh, just because USC's clinched the South. They may just be looking ahead to Oregon. Might be hit with the Miami Pitt effect, as I like to call it. Um, but I just think USC is all around the better team and ends up beating UCLA here. Then the Pac-12 North Championship game, Washington at Oregon. This game's always close, um, but I think that Oregon just has more momentum. Mario Cristobal's a better coach. Uh, not necessarily a better coach, but a more experienced coach. I think that Oregon will have stuff fully figured out at this point, and they win the North. Now, going into the final standings, going from worst to best in the North, Washington State will be sitting at 1-5, Stanford 2-4, Cal 3-3, Oregon State four and two, Washington four and two, and Oregon five and one. And then in the South, Colorado will be sitting at zero and six, Arizona at one and five, Utah two and four, UCLA at three and three, Arizona State at five and one, and USC at six and zero. Oh. 
now going through how I think the matchups will um, come out and who will win each. Um, starting the sixth place matchup, Washington State versus Colorado. Washington State's got stuff figured out at this point. Um, if they could replay some of those other games at this point in the season against teams like Stanford or Oregon State, they'd probably win. But I think they're a much better team than Colorado, and they beat Colorado soundly. Then Stanford at Arizona. Stanford, again, I think will be better, but their record's just not going to really show it. Arizona is still trying to get stuff figured out, but I think Stanford wins here. Then fourth place matchup, Cal at Utah. Despite being just bummed after not winning the North, I think Cal is still head and shoulders above Utah, uh, and they are not equal as fourth place finishers, and Cal wins pretty handedly here. Then Oregon State at UCLA. Um, I think that UCLA is a better team than Oregon State. And I mean, that final stretch for Oregon State is pretty easy. Um, so I think UCLA wins here, but they both still finish with good records at four and three. Then the runner-up matchup, Washington at Arizona State. This is going to be a lot of fun, um, but I think Arizona State still trying to make a New Year's Six Bowl if they can and try to get to six and one. And I think they do that. I think they beat Washington in a very fun game. Um, easily the most, outside of maybe the Pac-12 championship, the most entertaining of any of these matchups. Um, and then the Pac-12 championship game, Oregon at USC. Um, USC at this point will be the Pac-12's only shot at making the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to, but they will know that they cannot lose this game. They remember how badly they lost in the Coliseum to Oregon last year. And so they beat Oregon in a instant classic uh, and win the Pac-12, putting Oregon at five and two and giving USC an outside chance at the playoffs, being seven and zero. So yeah, those are my Pac-12 predictions for the year. Hopefully they are somewhat right. I'm so pumped for Pac-12 ball, especially because um, we didn't get it this year. It's been weird not having that obscure 9:30 slot, uh, and I'm. I'm so here for it. So yeah, uh, with that, I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording as always from the Center of College Football, signing out.